Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Universe Podcast. Small applause. Woo! I'm your host Leo, here with my co-host Charlotte. Hi. And our guest Ricarda. Hi. Hello. It's your first time here on the podcast, so I'd ask you to introduce yourself to our listeners. <laughs> yes, it's my first time. Uh, hi, I'm Ricarda. Uh, I mostly write poems, so... We're going to talk about poems, I guess. Yes, nice. love talking <laughs> nice. about poems. <laughs> it's very nice to have you here. So, uh, how did you come to writing? Uh, mm, well, uh, I think I started writing when I was very little. Um, how little is very little? Well, as soon as I could write. Because I didn't get pocket money as a child. Mm -hmm. And I still wanted to gift my parents something special on their birthday or oh, that's really Mother's sweet. Day. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to write poems and short stories for them. So, yeah. That's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you find the universe? Because <laughs> in my memory, you just walked in one evening. I mean, we all just walked in one evening. But yeah. <laughs> mm, um, when I started studying English um, last Uh, autumn yes um someone uh did like an introduction session and uh, introduced us to various uh societies cool. such as cool, cool, the cool. universe so the advertising does work yes <laughs> it's it good does. to hear um yeah and i thought well it's about writing i write why not so yeah so, how was your your first impression I was so scared. <laughs> I'm such a nervous kid. I don't like meeting new people. Um, so walking in a room full of new people who all already knew each other was very scary. Mm -hmm. And it was also late because I had a Latin course before. Um, so yes, I was scared, but it was nice. I also, I, I probably have told this story on the podcast before, but I, I'd been wanting to go to universe for ages, but I didn't dare go alone. alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Philip was like, Leo, do you want to go there together? Cool. Because he'd met the people uh, on campus at mm -hmm. the universe picnic last year. Aww. And then we went there together and it was very nice. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yes. I actually, I remember... My first time, because it was the, the very first meeting mm -hmm. that took place. And I remember being at home, talking to my boyfriend and t asking him, should I go or should I not go? I'm really nervous. I really don't, I really want to go, but mm. I'm really scared. And then he said, just go. And I was like, okay. And then I went and I've never regretted it. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like something you would say. I can imagine that in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> just go. <laughs> so... Um, I guess when you started out writing, you wrote in German for your parents, right? Yes. And when did you start writing in English and why did you start doing that? Um, if I remember correctly, I was 12 or 13 years old. Um, and I, I just did it because I wanted to. I wanted to try and uh, it was a really bad poem about a guy I liked at that time and his blue eyes. <laughs> so edgy. Do you still have it? Yes, I have it. I still have it. How bad is it, reading it? 
<laughs> very bad. It's embarrassing. <laughs> and I uh, gave it to my teacher, my English teacher, Ooh. to correct it. Mm -hmm. And she was very proud of me. And so I decided, you know what? Gonna ditch German and just write in English. That's wow. really, really brave, though, yeah. that you gave so, the poem to your teacher. And yeah, at, at 13 totally, or 14, totally, I would never yeah. have done that. Mm, I was much braver back then. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so you haven't written anything in German ever since then? Not really. I don't think so. Okay, that's interesting. Cool. <laughs> and you say, oh, yeah. you said you, you, you're a poem writer, mm. poet, as we call them. <laughs> uh, why? Is the reason? Have you ever uh, tried prose? Uh, I did try it at some point um, in German. Um, I wrote a few short stories. I think I started two novels. Um, but I don't know, just too much work. <laughs> like a, po po <laughs> a poem is done. <laughs> a novel and prose, you always have to come back to it and write more and think about the storyline and the characters and too much work. That's very relatable. <laughs> <laughs> May I ask what the novels were about that she started? Oh, God. Um, uh, one was about a girl who suddenly grew wings. Um, yeah, that's basically it. And I think she had to fight like a dog, <laughs> but, like a really <laughs> bad dog. I was <laughs> tiny back then when I wrote that. Okay. So, um, uh, one was... <clears throat> about um i think about a, a little boy um who lived in a world where there were no colors or well there were colors but the colors were um, stolen by the big companies and used as money <laughs> and yeah that's a really great story though yeah, yeah. i can i can totally see that being a a sci-fi novel that gets mm. turned into mm. a film. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I was kind of proud of that one, but yeah, I'm not diligent enough to write all of it. Okay. So, yeah. It is a lot of work. Mm. Also, imagining all of the characters mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. horrible. Yeah. But that that's why we have the universe and our mm. writing sessions where one can come and write True. on their novels like... Uh, I'm hopefully going to do because it's the only time when I ever get to continuing well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to, to uh, announce it that it's this Saturday, but uh, since the podcast is going to come out on next Friday, that's uh, no use. Oh, yeah, true. So do you think you're ever going to try it? Maybe when you're very bored? I've been very bored before. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't started writing it. But um, maybe when I'm 80 and have nothing else to do in my life anymore. Maybe. But, eh. Okay. Do you... That's like a question that I just thought of. Do you write into a notebook? Like, do you have a notebook with that you can carry with you all the time? Do you write on a computer? Do you write on a typewriter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually... Most of the time I write on my computer. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, um, you know, when the ideas hit me, um, I take out my phone. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do have a notebook where I sometimes write down um, ideas or even full poems, but mm -hmm. I don't take it with me. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm a bit self-conscious about writing in public. So. <laughs> yeah, it is difficult. Mm. That's interesting, really. Why do you find that difficult? I don't know. I, like, last the writing session was fine. Mm -hmm. It did take some time to get used to. But, like, I don't know, usually... I don't know, my journal is also, like, it's like a journal. It's got poems and it's got, like, mm -hmm. other writings and... It's, you know, I guess when you're usually, when you're just used to, to writing on your own. But I mean, nobody gets to see what you write. It's just you and your computer, you and Do your they though? Do you, can they not just look yeah. on my shoulder and be like, <laughs> well, yes, you would totally it. notice that. And yes. then you could just close the book or the computer yes. and tell them to fuck back off. off. <laughs> yes. So I don't think that's a real threat. I think it's in your heads. Yes, I mean, Probably. most <laughs> threats are in my head, yeah. but that doesn't make them less threatening to me. And less real, like Dumbledore said, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. True. He was so wise, which brings us to your poem, I guess. There was one more question yeah, that's a bit uh, I know, uh, unrelated, but very, yeah. very nice uh, transition. Thanks. We're getting good at this. <laughs> Yeah, that's a question that I've asked myself a lot recently. So I thought I would ask you, because I'm curious what you say. Also, you, of course, Leo, please also throw in your thoughts if you want to. Um, I was wondering if you think uh, that writers should be political in their work mm -hmm. or not. Um, well, I, hmm. <laughs> I don't think writers have to be political. Mm -hmm. I just think that if you write about certain things, you can't help but be political. But like my poem, I don't think it's very political. It wasn't intended to be political. Of course, yeah. I did want it to be political. So um, I guess it, it shouldn't be necessary. Mm -hmm. It's nice when it is and when it fits. Okay. But, yeah. I'm just sometimes asking myself if we as writers have a responsibility to speak out about current events mm. that happen or about the state of the world and stuff like that because, I mean, uh, a lot of writers have done that in the past. Mm. I think Thomas Mann, back yeah, during the Nazi period, he was really anti-Nazi and he really... Surprise, surprise. Um, he really... Um, <laughs> Yeah, said that publicly and he was not scared mm. that anything would happen to him. And I admire that mm. a lot. Yeah. I think if, if it's something you want to do as a writer, mm -hmm. to speak out about something that maybe you have close relation to or affects you in a um, greater way, I mean, sure, speak out about it. But I think you shouldn't feel obliged Mm -hmm. to do so totally it should so. not become a dogmatic yeah. thing yeah of course not yeah you because have then, to because then it's like yeah, yeah bad again mm. cool thanks mm. for that answer okay i think we we've reached the part of the episode where we usually have the reading of the, the mm -hmm. poem mm -hmm. do you have it printed out with you yes <laughs> Okay, great. great. Very well prepared. I know, I printed it out last second. So. <laughs> it's called Wisdom Teeth. Yes. 
Um, <clears throat> my baby teeth have barely broken through the gums. I'm still chewing on things to ease the itch. A pacifier, a thumb, everything that comes into the reach of my tiny hands. The first tooth gets pulled no sooner than when all teeth were finally there. Gets put into a box that it'll soon share when the rest start to follow. Got told the holes will soon be occupied by a different kind of teeth that are slumbering inside, the kind that will unsheath with bloodied underwear and adult in despair. Ten years later and I thought it was done. No teething toys or training wheels or pacifiers and still no more an adult than before. When again teeth started growing at the back of my mouth and aching and breaking reminiscent of carefree times. Those unloved teeth pushed and shoved, demanding space where none was left. They promised wisdom, but my mouth already felt numb, and I let them join my baby teeth. Thank you. Ooh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I don't think we've had a poem about teeth yet. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Certainly not. Really cool topic. Yes, Thank I think you. so too. I, I like poems about unusual topics. <laughs> and also, I think... It's really, it is a very um, captivating experience in every person's life mm -hmm. when they lose, get teeth mm. first and then lose them mm. and then get new ones and then, yeah, wisdom teeth come back out. So I think it's really nice that there's a poem about this, these experiences. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I had problems with my wisdom teeth, so that's why I wrote about it. Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you had them removed? Not yet. Okay. Hopefully soon. Okay. Um, is there a tooth fairy in your poem? I'm not quite sure about that because I thought that was one thing that might have been uh, missing, if you want to call it that. I did not think about that. <laughs> did your parents tell you, or did, you, did they do no, the tooth no, no, fairy but it's, thing? I mean, it is a thing it is for a some thing, children. Yeah. Yes, but it wasn't for me. I just remember that I put once or twice, I put a, t a tooth under my pillow. Mm -hmm. mm. And next morning it was gone. I didn't get a, a gift or anything mm -hmm. or a present mm -hmm. because my parents were very anti-chocolatey. Um, they never gave us any uh. sweets, which was good, obviously. But back then I <laughs> I really didn't like them for <laughs> that. Um, so, yeah, that was something that I thought could have been in there, mm. but wasn't so. did not think about that. Well, hmm. you don't have to. It's fine. Did I you just... have a tooth fairy? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> I must have forgotten about her. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Tooth Fairy. <laughs> and do you know that creepy moment when you look for something and you find like that weird small box and you open it and you find your teeth yeah, from yeah. like Ugh. 10 years ago yes. or 20 years yeah. ago? <laughs> also, disgusting. The feeling of losing your teeth is so weird. Uh, yeah, when they, when they wiggle. When you yeah. Just, oh. Oh. <laughs> I remember eating a Nutella bread once and... <laughs> Just biting into it and then, you know, going away and the tooth was stuck oh in the bread. God. Oh, oh. I remember that I I wanted them, them to finally go out and then uh. I just turned them around. They <laughs> did. I know, that's really disgusting. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really disgusting. But I, now I find it disgusting and it makes me squirm. Mm. But I remember back then it was a kind of, I don't know, like pleasant yeah. feeling. And I think... Weirdly pleasant. Weirdly, yeah, and it was, one yeah. was yeah. really proud of losing mm, a, t mm. a tooth, right? Yes. Yeah. Something really cool. Yeah. And yeah. True, true. Yeah. No, I, I didn't touch 
my wiggly teeth. I just <laughs> let them fall out <laughs> on their own. Um, back to your poem. Mm. Um, I noticed that there is not a continuous rhyme scheme. Mm. And then I looked at it again and then I realized that actually it does rhyme yeah. sometimes, but not all the time in the beginning thought it didn't rhyme at all. And then mm. I read it again and I was like, oh, it does rhyme. <laughs> so I was yes. thinking, is that, was that intentional? Did you construct it that way? Uh, it was intentional. Yes. Um, I recently started rhyming. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, okay. I, none of my other poems rhyme, um, except this one and the one I wrote at the picnic last mm -hmm. week. Um, I just wanted to try it out and mm -hmm. play around with it. That's why there are different types of rhymes in there. Mm -hmm. So um, I did intend it to um, be read like it doesn't rhyme. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So I totally fell into your trap. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's like a two-take thing. You yeah. Also, I think it works better when you read it. I think the assonance worked really well in your reading. You said yesterday when you... No, was it yesterday? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> when you sent me the poem, you said you did some last-minute editing. Yes. Uh, would you care to point out where you did the editing? Because I'm quite interested in people's editing processes. Uh, sure. Um, the things that I um, edited were mostly rhymes. Because mm -hmm. some of um, the stanzas didn't have rhymes at all. And I didn't want that. Because I wanted to have rhymes everywhere um so uh i edited some like the unsheath and underwear although it's not really a rhyme um then the mm, some mm, ah unloved and shoved that's this thing i edited as well yeah just somewhere could throw them in i threw some Mm -hmm. rhymes in last minute so yeah so there's no uh, bigger parts of the poem that you crossed out or edited no not really okay do you usually edit your poems a lot no okay, <laughs> i just cool. i like leave them untouched <laughs> like, okay I, i fucked up fine leave it yeah okay <laughs> cool and do you write them in one go like does something inspire you and you sit down and mm. you write it and the poem is there on the page uh yeah mostly okay. Um, sometimes uh, when I have a general idea, a more general idea about what I want to write, um, I split it up um, mm -hmm. into more sessions. Okay. Um, but usually it's one go. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Cool. And I was also wondering if the length of the stanzas mm -hmm. was uh, intended because I realized that they vary in length. Some have four lines, some mm -hmm. have five, some have six. Yeah, I was a bit too occupied with the okay. rhymes. I did not pay attention okay. to the stanza lines <laughs> length. The general topic of your poem, kind of like growing up, is that something that's been on your mind a lot? Have you been writing about that a lot? Mm, yeah, I'd say so. Um, I mean, I am growing up. I'm turning 21 We all this are. year. So, yeah. Um, and I had a bit of a midlife crisis. When I turned 20. Um, <laughs> quarter life, I have. Quarter life. Uh, or le well. less even. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll life. see. A life crisis. A life crisis, yeah, yes. Just ongoing crisis. <laughs> An ongoing crisis, yes. Um, and uh, yeah, growing up has just been on my mind a lot. And also my wisdom teeth who are annoying me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, 
I really like that uh, you make that juxtaposition really apparent between the fact that you are supposed to be wise mm. by the time you get your wisdom teeth, mm. but might not really feel like you have grown up yet. Yeah. Because I've always wondered why they were called wisdom teeth. Mm. Because people get them at such different ages. Mm. Mm. I know people who got them when they were 15. Yeah. I got them like, I think, three years ago or yeah. something is when they started to grow. So... It sounds like very much like a story pa parents tell to their children when Probably, the children yeah. are like, Mommy, Daddy, what's going on? <laughs> or whatever <laughs> children say. I hope they don't sound like that anymore when they're 16 or oh, 20. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy, Daddy, what's going on? <laughs> That's more realistic, yeah. Yes. <laughs> they don't sound like smoke. Yes. <laughs> oh, imagine. I mean, what a great world that would be. 16-year-olds <laughs> basically are smoke. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some of them, yeah, I guess. <laughs> they have a very messy room. <laughs> they don't like people coming into oh, their rooms. They like money. <laughs> like money. <laughs> yes. Uh, vengeful. They are very vengeful. Not all. <laughs> Speak yeah. for yourself. I've met a lot of very nice 16-year-olds. Okay, mm. okay. I know mostly emu kids when they're 16, so very edgy mm -hmm. and cool. <laughs> Also, I'm wondering, or I, I really like your definition of growing up because I think everybody's growing up mm. until they die. I don't think it ever stops. I don't think just because you turn 18, mm. dang, you're finally <laughs> an adult. Mm. Um, so I also think, think the word wise or wisdom, mm. they are such weird terms because everybody understands something different. Mm. That, and I was wondering what, what is wisdom or being wise for you um oh god uh, <laughs> i don't really know i guess you know it when you see it um <laughs> i guess there are just different kinds of wisdom mm -hmm. and being wise like some people are just really wise in the way that they treat other people mm -hmm. and that's really a cool thing um, there are people who are just book smart to <laughs> no ends and it's fascinating. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think that different types and everything is kind of cool in its own <laughs> way. <laughs> so everyone is wise in their own way? Yeah, Mostly. not everyone. Some people. Some people. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where the word wise comes from, whether it has anything to do with German white. Mm -hmm. So that when your hair turns white, you are... I think it does. Wise. Probably. I actually think I had that mm. before somewhere. Yeah. Would make sense. Yeah. So, mm. still have some time. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I have blonde hair, so you won't see it. <laughs> True. <laughs> Do you have recurring themes or topics that you write about apart from growing up? Uh, yes, <clears throat> I had a phase, I guess, where I wrote about flowers a lot. Oh. Um, then there was a phase where pretty much every poem featured the word honey in some way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know Do why. Do you like honey? Uh, uh, sometimes, when, okay. I'm, when I'm sick, I don't okay. like it. And in uh, lemon tea, uh -huh. but otherwise, meh. Um, yeah, and... Uh, 
I guess self-love is also mm -hmm. a reoccurring theme. <clears throat> um, but only recently, like back in the old times, when I was a 16-year-old girl, <laughs> my poems were deep and dark, <laughs> full of heartbreak. <laughs> 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 yeah. Nah, but, hmm. Other than that, I guess growing up is kind of like the theme mm -hmm. that I have going on right now. What does that mean, growing up? I really don't know. I mean, when is a person grown up? Hmm. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> you're answering the. You're, you're asking the the big questions today, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> kind of. I'm What does any of it mean? Like, I'm a question machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Do you ever go back and read those poems from? The past. Like the past. I had to, yes, because I was organizing my poem Ooh. collection. Ooh, that's um, I've been meaning to yeah. do that for ages. Yes. How did you go about it? Um, Selena told me that she uh, did it and that she made Florentino do it as well. Mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> I can I, so imagine that in my head. Like, <laughs> Selena saying, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was uh, James' birthday party mm. or something. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, you know what? It's chaos. It's pure and utter <laughs> chaos. I need to change it. It's, uh, yeah, so I, I sat down for two hours mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, organized my poem collection. Did you do that on the computer or did you print them out and then put them into a folder and really I put them? Did, uh, I just did it on the computer Okay, because there were so many bad mm -hmm. ones. I didn't want to print them out. Do you ever delete <laughs> poems? Uh, I think I did, yeah, okay. but I generally try to keep them. Cool. Just, you know, for shits and giggles. And have you ever thought of publishing them? I don't think I'm good enough yet. Okay. So <laughs> we'll see. Maybe in a few years. Mm -hmm. how, did you, how did you feel doing the editing? For me, it's always like very much like, I don't know, oh, mm. I don't like it. I, I tried, yeah. I've tried a couple of times organizing my, my archive, mm. but I always don't get very far because... I don't know, I kind of get lost in the poems and like they, yeah. they give me, reading old poems give me such, gives me such a, such a weird feeling. Yeah, I don't know, it just, I mean, I mostly put them in a specific order mm -hmm. just to have like an overview and also most of my poems didn't have um, a title, mm -hmm. so I gave most of them a title. That's mm -hmm. cool. Really weird ones, <laughs> really, really weird ones, um, but... Uh, Yeah, I guess editing poems is is hard. <laughs> it is. It's really hard. And I, I, I tend to get lost as well. So mm -hmm. it, it, Also, I yeah. think starting out, one doesn't realize how much time mm. these things take. Mm. Also, whenever... I haven't done it in a while, but whenever I've decided to send a story in mm. to a competition or something, or, or like even a publishing house, mm. it took me five hours sometimes to just mm. figure out, okay... These people want it five times. These people want it three times. These oh. people want it once. These people want it via mail. These people want it via electronic mail. And these people want me to send it there. And then I have to put a cover letter in there and a biography and that. Oh, and God. that alone is so daunting mm. that you mm. never actually get down to mm. do it. And you, that's why I barely ever do that. Mm. But sometimes when I have good days, I'm like, okay, let's do this. Mm. Mm. But in order to send your poems in to be published, it would be good to have them organized and know yeah. which ones yes. are the good ones. But then again, how do I know which ones are good yeah. if I'm so <laughs> caught up in my own feelings about them? Mm -hmm. 
I, I liked, I've been thinking of maybe sitting together with somebody else and going yeah. over them. And yeah. every time I'm like, oh my God, this is all shit. I can't write. Uh, <laughs> but they tell me, hopefully, honestly, yeah. whether it's actually shit or. That sounds or, like a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because sometimes you have a special relationship with a specific poem and it's actually shit, but you won't admit it to yourself because mm-hmm. you like it mm-hmm. and you're proud of it. So. I think for me it's mostly the, the other way around. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> I'm sure there are some words like this, but I think the majority of them are uh, actually not too bad or fairly good. Mm. But I'm just so caught up in the subject matter. Mm. Mostly in disliking myself <laughs> uh, at, the, at the point of writing. Yeah. Uh, do you have any questions you would like to ask us? So you would like to be asked yourself? <laughs> this is the time? Uh, no, not, not really. Anything you'd like to tell the listeners? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice to be here. Okay. Thank you for being so, here. Wait a second, wait a second. We can't let you go yet. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Do you have any presence on the internet that you would like to share? Uh, Can people find your work anywhere? My work, no. But if someone wants to look at pictures of my dog and my cats. (laughs) (laughs) Always. Uh, I have an Instagram account. Would you care to share that? Uh, It's called... Oh, God. It's an embarrassing name. I was young. Okay. Um, (laughs) Rikachu. Like in Pikachu and... Ricardo. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's actually quite cool. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Made it up myself. <laughs> How about you? Nothing Still? has changed. I know I should get back on yeah. with my blog, but I haven't gotten the time or the mindset to write at um, all in general. Wait, I have a Tumblr blog Ooh. where I actually want to upload my poems because <laughs> I made it specifically for my poems. <laughs> Cool. I'll put it yeah. in the description. Um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Leo Engelmeyer. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter Yay, at Pod Universe. Universe, I guess you can also follow on Twitter. Or just the podcast. Or like just the podcast oh, has a has a Twitter. <laughs> Universe doesn't, but I I kind of also do. Uh, uh, well, not really, but I I suppose I could always also do Universe stuff on Twitter. Um, yeah. And also now you can follow us on Instagram, which is also done by me. I just have to look up what it's called because I forget. I shouldn't because I spend a lot of time looking at it, but I still <laughs> forget. Um, it is called uni.verse underscore creative writing. This was episode 30 of the Universe Podcast. If you enjoyed it and would like to hear more of us, make sure to subscribe to the Universe Podcast wherever you're listening to it. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review to tell us what you think and help other people find the podcast. And tell all your friends about it. Comments? Questions? You can reach us on Twitter. We're at PodUniverse. On Facebook or on our email address, podcast at universe.univ.org and now I guess also on our Instagram, I forgot to add that uh, uni.verse underscore creative writing yes, I remembered <laughs> this podcast was edited and hosted by Leonhard Engelmeyer the co-host was Charlotte Zerz 
Our guest on this episode was Ricarda Rama. I hope you visit this planet and the universe again. In the meantime, stay safe in space. Thanks for listening.